Hello and welcome to the Enlightened Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Hunt. Joining me is my lovely assistant and sometimes co-host, Ellie Smith, for an episode on James Bond, particularly Sean Connery as James Bond, but we kind of go into all the eras, but regardless, it's a fun episode. Very earthy. I'm going to pretend like I haven't re-recorded this ad 15 times. Hi, I'm Ben Hunt. I hate to interrupt your lovely podcast experience with this ad, but I'm going to anyway. Why? Because Anchor needs me to. So I'm really never going to advertise for anything that I don't believe in. And Anchor, I actually believe in. So Anchor is an app or a website that allows me to do everything I need to for the podcast. It allows me to record and edit right from my phone or my computer. It also allows me to distribute my podcasts on every listening platform you can think of, from Spotify to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, even Stitcher. So basically, it's a one-stop shop for everything you need in a podcast. And best of all, it's totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We're back. (laughs) And for those of you who couldn't tell, we're talking about James Bond. James Bond. Specifically Sean Connery's James Bond. You are coming in way too hot and heavy for me right now. I am so excited. Sean Connery's my favorite James Bond. How can you not be excited? I mean, Daniel Craig is fantastic, but Sean Connery's the OG and he's my favorite. Uh, He is... Uh, a questionable human being, but damn, is he a good James Bond. He's also dead and was born in, like, 1920. Yeah, I mean, so, he, he has 1930s a, values. There's a little bit of, like, well, that's the world that he lived in when you gotta judge people. It's like, if you're born in 2000 and are, like, an awful person, then that's, like, on you. But if you're born in 1900 and you think like a person born in 1900, it's, like, kind of the way that things work. I take him as he is. And James Bond <laughs> in the 1960s yes. was all that is man. <laughs> it is just, it is a masculine wet dream. It's just, it's it's a lot. It's a lot, it's a lot. But it is that classical ideal of manhood that is so outdated, mm-hmm. it's sad. I also love how in some of them, too, it's like, they look at Sean Connery as a piece of meat as well. Oh, I it's like he, shamelessly. He is absolute man candy for some of those women. Uh, some of those women, like you not included. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. But I'm talking about the women on the screen, like the actresses. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's absolute man candy for any, any female who is watching it as well. <laughs> Men included? Oh yes. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh god. And this is watching a relationship fall apart oh, on a no. podcast. But yeah, like, what's my god? Of course, he of course. is completely uh, used and abused mm-hmm. uh, by the Hollywood establishment. Movie. Yeah, absolutely. He he is definitely a um, he's a piece of man ass. Yeah. And um, what's and those called? tiny All... little nineteen sixties bathing suits. Yeah, and what's my god? The women are shamelessly uh, abused and disabused. But I mean, that's what, if anybody has read the original. Oh my James god! Bond books, Ian like, Fleming was like a. He's, Ian Fleming's a terrible man. He is a terrible, terrible, no good, 
Like, he's not a, oh, you take him because he was of his time. No, he's like, like no, Christopher in Columbus his time. when people are like, that guy's a jackass. Yeah, he, he is a awful, awful Whew. man. But God damn it, is James Bond He cool. writes a good character. Um, he's the quintessential super spy. <laughs> yes. It's just, oh my God, it's awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yep. So, uh, like, this is going to be freeform. We're going to talk about all the James Bond oh, yeah. movies. We're going to be making James Bond references. We could be ma- easily make an entire podcast on James Bond. Oh, yeah. If Matt Gorley hadn't already isolated that territory so well. But I just, uh, you know, like, it, it's one of my favorite franchises. Mm-hmm. I get into it all the time. And my favorite part about it is I just kind of, like, take a book off the shelf every once in a while. Right. And because there are so many... There's like 30 James Bond movies, and I by no means have seen all of them, but I've seen probably a good half of them, well, there if are some not that, a little like, bit more. We start, and then it's like, oh no, I'm not wasting two hours of my time with this right yeah, now. Yeah, but they're great background noises, yes. the other side of things, and it's just... It's it like if so... I'm doing, I'm like grading papers or something, and there's I need something on in the background, I'll throw Goldeneye on or something, or I'll throw like... To Russia with love on. Uh, first, sh- God damn it, woman! <laughs> I'm not going to be grading papers if To Russia with Love is on. Uh, from Russia with from Love. From Russia with Love. Uh, Sorry. Good lord! I don't think you deserve to be making this podcast. Fine. Well, I guess we'll just turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll just sit here in silence and stare at you. Yeah. Um. But now this is going to be freeform. I like we're basically we're going to be talking about the original James Bond. Yeah. Um, we'll definitely do later episodes about other James Bonds. I still need to see the latest Daniel Craig one. Yeah, I haven't no seen it either. I, it was supposed to be pretty good. Yeah. Um, the, Skyfall. Nothing can beat Skyfall. Yeah, well, they still made a movie after Skyfall, and it's one of the worst I James like Bond it doesn't exist. movies I've ever seen. Quantum of Solace was not great either. Spectre was bad. Spectre was awful. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised that they could produce a movie as bad as Spectre. Especially, like, you revamped the franchise with Casino Royale, and it's like, God damn, that was a good movie. Absolutely. But enough about Daniel Craig. <laughs> Let's get into the ridiculous Austin Powers well, it's like you can see where Austin Powers comes from. Yeah, the what 1960s is, James Bond. What was the very, very first one? The very first one? Doctor No. I was going to say, was Doctor No the first one? So Doctor No was not the first book. The first no, book it, was Casino, Casino Royale. But, Doctor um, No was the first film they Doctor made. Doctor No, I think, is the third book something like that um the books are actually they uh dr no i haven't gotten to yet but i did uh go through casino royale and i have read casino royale and it's not as uh juvenile as i i I thought it was going to be um essentially like spy porn and it's i maybe the later books are but Mm -hmm. the first one no like it was a reasonable book it's of its time whether or not i want to read them i would say the first one's worth reading but you know it was a good like three and a half out of ten that it's like they're better as movies i'm sorry three (laughs) three and a half out of five i don't read anything that's less than like a four out of five stars at this point because there's too much book to read in the world i'm not reading a three out of ten no no it was like a a a three and a half out of five it was a good like seven out of ten book yeah um maybe seven and a half out of ten and there are some of my agatha christie's yeah but uh, it's a series that's continued on like i know anthony horowitz wrote a bunch of them so they're Mm -hmm. supposed to be um some of them are great and some of them get made into movies yeah 
that aren't good, but the book is supposed to be great. Okay. So I, like I said, I've only I read the first two. I forget what the second one is. That's all about. Um, he's it's James Bond in New York and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, talk about translating from page to screen seamlessly mm. is it, it much better movie than a book. Mm-hmm. Um, and James Bond, the character in from what I have understood is like he is Sean Connery. Like yeah. Sean Connery nails that role, especially in Doctor No. Yeah. Um, again, we're, we're talking about 1960s Hollywood. It's yep. like shameless sexism. Oh, yeah. Shameless paternalism. Shameless racism. Yep. It is absurd. There's stereotyping and everything. I think Doctor No is not Asian, but he's playing an Asian man. Yeah, it's like he's like the, the, the son of like a Chinese woman and a German man or something. It's like some yeah, weird... Yeah, and he's supposed to be like half Asian, and it's clearly played by right, a, like white a white guy dude. doing yellow face, yeah. which is just I don't even think he was doing yellow face. I think they just like did like a little bit of eye makeup. Like, yeah, it was just, it was... It was not good. Yeah. I also, I don't know if yellow face is an offensive term or not. I imagine it's the equivalent I of I imagine it's face. not, like, yeah, I don't think it's a, like, slur. Yeah. But I don't think it's, like, a good yeah. thing either. Yeah. Um, but regardless, like, it was, it was awful. Oh, yeah. Um, so, it's, take that with a grain of salt. He's not a particularly good villain either, because he's, he is that quintessential, like, where Dr. Evil comes from. Yeah. Um, and it's literally, it's literally just like, oh, I'm going to throw you in a tank with a laser, and then I'm just going to walk into the other room and assume everything goes to according to plan. I liked, um, Goldfinger way better as a villain. The guy who played Goldfinger I thought was cool. Uh, he's fine i just what's a from russia with love is my favorite early well because you got um movie. robert shaw yeah are you kidding me you have quint be. as a villain yeah you got quint as a russian spy and it's like yes that's so good um but yeah uh, and i liked like the doctor um, doctor knows great yeah. and what's your name is obviously you know an international um sex symbol what's ursula andrus think so is that i think that's the first one I yeah remember. um she's the, the, the white one, bikini the, yeah the, the girl in from russia with love was good i liked her she was actually a good actress yeah and then she was more a part of the story than just yes. as like his girlfriend for a, a moment yes um the names the names of the women i don't is it pussy galore pussy galore in um goldfinger yes um i do like miss money penny in the James Bond and the um, uh, Sean Connery ones. Oh, she's fat. She's so sassy. She gives yes. it right back to him. I yeah. love it. I love the padded door for M. Like, it actually does look like something that's in the Secret Service. Yep. There are a lot of aspects of those early movies that are great. So, Doctor No, it's the special effects. It's like low-budget 60s movies. Yeah. So, it's, it, it's hit or miss. Um, uh, From Russia With Love, I think, improves mm-hmm. significantly so. And uh, Goldfinger is often cited as, like, the best James yeah. Bond movie. Same. I don't think it's even close. Well, I mean, maybe the best of, like, the Sean Connery ones. I wouldn't say it's the best ever. It is. It's considered one of the best ever. I think it is laughable to consider it so. Because I think that uh, From Russia With Love is so much better. You have better villains. You have such an yep. interesting storyline. Yep. You've got such a cool um, bunch of cast of characters. And then f- You've got cool uh, assassins. You've got the Russians yep. involved. It's all in it, Constantinople. It, 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 yes, it's, and it, 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 it kind of... It, it capitalizes on that like cold war era heightened tension that was the 60s because the like it was building in the 50s but by the in like 60s and like early 70s that's like 
peak Cold War tension, and then it kind of starts to fade by the eighties. So, mm-hmm. I um, I'm just I I love these movies. Yes. It's it that's what it is. It's just it's sixties. Obviously, um, Sean Connery came back, and it rolls into the the seventies. Right, because he, he came back after. But uh, never say never again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um, uh, it, it's fun. It it's is fun. It it's, is. It's something that uh, I wouldn't put too much uh, thought into. It's, it's it's not a film series that you go into expecting to like like movie critique it. It's not like a uh, the newer ones. I think it's fair enough to do that. There's the I will see. Yeah, there's but there's the, more. I in... wouldn't say go into the first like five to ten. No. Like they're it's just, just fun. fun fun movie to just kind of yeah just they're a fun spy movie yeah. it's not meant to be analyzed or like thought too funny, deeply about uh what's we got several of them are i just hold up to oh, yeah. serious criticism like I, I would say goldfinger and mm-hmm. um from Russia with love definitely hold up yeah um dr no is worth watching it's one of the better james bond yeah. movies but there are aspects of it that are just kind of silly of its time yeah low budget yeah, James Bond movies, mm-hmm. and it's uh, what's called. I what I love is that the um, we were just um, reading up on it right before this podcast started, and we um, were reading the critical reception, yeah. and it literally just said like the Kremlin out like outlined how much they hated it by saying that this is the uh, what's called the epitome of um, capitalism, <laughs> like God. like capitalist pigs. Yeah, and it was just one of those like. This is hilarious. Yeah. It's like this is a like fun spy movie that people go to to forget their troubles. Yeah, and and you know, there aren't a lot of laughing. No. There, there isn't a it's lot. It's not of a comedy for sure. Oh, in this movie? Yeah. yeah. No, it's pretty funny. It's funny, but I would not say. Yeah. It's... No, there's a lot of witty comments. There's yeah. a lot of humor and stuff yeah. like that. That's well, it's just funny that. Um, it's at the tone of the increase in violence and sex in movies. Yeah. And, you know, that's gone Caligula crazy these days. Oh, yeah, of course. But people would have said that in the 70s. Yeah. But uh, James Bond was kind of the first one that kind of got home to, to kids a bit more. So it's... It's a luminary of its time. <laughs> it just... It is. It's... I don't think the books were anything like, oh, my God, this no. is so different. I think it's the You movies. don't hear people t- going like, oh, you gotta... Like those James Bond books, they're classics. You got to read them. People talk about the James Bond films. It's like constantly. Yeah, they are actively. The debate about who is going to be James Bond after Daniel Craig is heated, no matter what you're talking. I know who you're talking to, or yeah. It's just he has stood the test of time. James Bond. Yeah, he has absolutely, and he's become more likable without the. I don't know over sanitized uh, I think yeah and, and I think I noticed it most in the Daniel Craig ones just be, those are the ones that I've watched most recently going from Casino Royale to through we didn't really watch Quantum of Solace didn't like that one as much but through Skyfall Spectre and then when I when No Time to Die when I see that I feel like I'm seeing Daniel Craig's portrayal of Bond kind of grow and mature and like not be so much of an asshole yeah it's not a um it's a character that it doesn't bend Mm -hmm. to the times yeah but it's someone that's been handled 
fairly well so yeah. far. I mean, I just, I love Dr. No. I love... Uh, it's It's got a special place because it's the first. And it's just, I, I get that, like, that James Bond is not the Daniel Craig James Bond that's growing and it's modern and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no. But it's, but it's, it's, it's the original and it's... People are always going to have a certain affection for, like, their first James Bond or, mm -hmm. like, whatever one they saw first. I saw Daniel Craig James Bond before I saw Sean Connery James Bond. Sean Connery is my favorite James Bond. I, yes, I think Sean Connery is the best James Bond. Yeah, he down. is James Bond. Yes, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, I think that um, people get too into it and they can't separate fiction from reality. Yeah. And it's one of those things of, like... I love the character uh, Jamie Lannister in Game of Thrones. Yes. I love the character Tyrion Lannister in Game of Thrones. Uh, I don't think that they're particularly nice people no. that I want to have a drink with, but I enjoy reading about them and mm -hmm. watching them on TV. Yes. And it is the exact same case with Tywin Lannister. Yeah. With any of these, like, I love a great villain. I oh, yeah. It, but that, uh, I love a good hero, but that hero doesn't need to be perfect for me. It's it's, it's more interesting when they're real, when they're human, when they have these flaws and these, like, parts of their life that are not so neat and tidy and perfect. Yeah, exactly. And it's, uh, James Bond is that character of, like, no, obviously, he kills people. Yeah, he's, he's a spy. Not, yeah, he's like, obviously He is not. a super spy. He was a secret agent for the British government. Yeah, and it's, what's my point? He's fiction. Yeah, he's mm -hmm. a womanizing alcoholic that murders yep. people for a living. Of course he's not a great person. No. Not something I want to, um, emulate. No. But it's, God it's, damn it, is it cool? <laughs> it's so much fun to read about and to watch. You'd be like, oh, he's having all these adventures, he's doing all of these crazy things, and oh yep. my God, the mystery and the suspense. I don't want to the... live it myself, but I, it's entertaining to watch. Yes. I, I don't want to be, you know, have a knife fight in the stairwell, no. but oh my God, <laughs> is that amazing to watch. Yep. And I, it, you know, you talk about movies that I watch over and over and over again, mm -hmm. Casino Royale and Skyfall are movies that I constantly rewatch. Yep. Um, and, and better than that is, Sean Connery like plays the role of James Bond better. Yes. So it kills me. I wish he had come back. Um, there were talks of him doing a cameo or two um, in the in the early Daniel Craig ones, mm -hmm. but he never got around to it and said he didn't want to do it. Yeah. Um, which is more than fair. I would have liked to have seen it, um, but you know you, you can't ask everything of everyone, and yeah. life can't be as perfect as we want it to be. <laughs> uh, but I. Hot damn! Do were I there love those early movies? Were there rumblings about him maybe playing like the groundskeeper at Skyfall Estate? Yes, yes. That. Originally they cast him as that, yeah. I think, and um, they went to him, and I think he originally said yes, and then he went back on it, and then uh, I think he had problems with his age and whatnot. Oh but, yeah, he was an old man at that point. So, but the point is, if you haven't seen the early James Bond movies, you should go see them. You should absolutely. Mm -hmm. I just—they're so good. They're amazing, and it's—it's—it's. It's, it's, I mean, uh, I'm, do you want to get into some of, I mean, the, the I mean, the raw sexuality is <laughs> really something in and of itself, but I, I, one of your favorite it. parts is the, the female names that, for the characters. Yes. Honey Rider. Sylvia Trench. Pussy Galore. <laughs> yeah, it's just. I have to say that under my breath because my parents are around. Yeah, uh, Octopussy oh eventually is one. It's just, there is so... They're, they're, and it, they're not even trying to be clever. It's just like, sex. Yeah, and it's just, it, you know... There was the, the, the girl's name in um, 
from Russia with Love was the only one that I can remember that was normal. Yeah. It's just, I, you know, whatever works. Yeah. Um, but uh, obviously they're the basis for um, a lot of comedy. Oh, and yeah. And making fun of um, them is very easy. That's what Austin Powers is literally <laughs> just started out as a making fun of the James Bond movie, yeah. uh, James Bond parody, which I think is brilliant. Oh, yeah. Because the Casino Royale with, like, Woody Allen and David Niven is, is, is strange and not particularly funny. Is that that's the they made a comedy version yeah, of Casino right and now? And it just wasn't done well. Yeah. It was one of those. It should have been Pink Panther. Oh, I love um, the Pink Panther. Yeah, and that's kind that's, of. You were saying they originally considered David Niven for James Bond. They did. He played James Bond in the Casino Royale right. version, but he should have. Um, I think they originally considered David Niven, and um, uh, he turned them down. Um, I. I think the only loss is that Christopher Lee was originally supposed to play Dr. No, mm-hmm. and I just adore Christopher Everything Lee. Everything that I've seen of Christopher Lee has been amazing. Yeah, we were talking about the, you know, we'll probably do an episode on the old, old Hammer horror films. Horror films. Yes. Uh, those creature double features. We he went doesn't even speak. Well, I mean, as Dracula, he does, but as, like, the mummy and as Frankenstein's monster. I, the mummy is easily my favorite. That one was fantastic. That's a really, like, I want to watch that again. It's just okay. a very, very good movie. Yep. That, um, you know. Because uh, that's, um, Grand Moff Tarkin. What's his face? Uh, yeah. Um, Peter, um. I literally only know him as Grand Moff Tarkin right now. Peter. Cushing. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, Peter Cushing is um, fabulous, but mm-hmm. it's another of those like kind of early '60s. Yeah, you know, it, it's like a good driving movie, yeah. and that's kind of what these James Bonds oh, like. The Pink Panther yep. is kind of the same thing, where it's yep. just these movies that are of their time. It's almost it, it's like pre Beatles. Yeah. 60s yep which is i don't know it's this cool like it's different from the 50s but it's very like sinatra and yeah. like thin ties and a fedora mm-hmm. um you know the rat pack kind of i don't know it's it's got it's, its own vibe cool, it does and it's very like i said it's distinctive like post beatles 60s yeah. and post beatles 60s is awesome too but i love that early 60s you know the aston martin that he drives mm-hmm. oh, the um i love the look of the corvettes of that era mm-hmm. it's just i don't know 50s it has and early this... 60s cars were awesome all the cars into the 70s muscle cars are yeah. incredible it's just that i don't know there was a there was a style the cars. there was a style to life yes. oh you would love the muscle cars don't you worry honey <laughs> that'll be Proven immediately after this <laughs> podcast is over. God damn it! Our uh, well, we just watched. Awesome. Um, <sighs> Would you like to give me a hint towards what we just watched? Ten, Julie Andrews, and yeah, yeah, because yeah. that was like probably supposed to be set in like the sixties, eighties. But okay, was it supposed to be set in the eighties? Yeah, it was an eighties movie set in the eighties. Damn, I thought it was supposed to be set earlier. Now it might have been late seventies. That might have come out in like seventy nine. Wow. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was supposed to be when Julie, like, it was set, like, when Julie Andrews was younger. Because it wasn't Sound of Music and, like, Mary Poppins in the 60s. Yeah, it wasn't a set time. No, I She know. wasn't playing Julie Andrews. No, I know. Yeah. I thought it was more of a 70s um, movie. And that's what I was going to say. I love that aesthetic. Yeah, I do too. But it was yeah. a 70s movie playing in the 70s. I don't know. Something about, I mean, I know that's 70s style. But I, yes, I no, something fair. about that early 60s style. Yes. That late fifties Eisenhower's out, Kennedy's in. It's very um, fifty nine. Or 60. I was gonna, gonna say it was like K 
Kennedy was only in for a very brief period. Yes, but it was a whole different culture change. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Like I said, that's the, what's we call it? Sinatra was not a, what's we call it, Eisenhower Republican. It is that, uh, what's we call it? You know, there is a huge kind of changing of the guard that goes yeah, on. from like that kind of... 59 to 60. Yeah, that doesn't really, I don't know. It was very, very different from mm-hmm. what ended up actually happening. No, I can see that. I, yeah, it's, you get that um, kind of that change from the, the old, not, I don't want to say the old guard, but like the young people of the 60s are the people who, like, were kids during World War II. So they're, like, living life to the fullest. Yeah. So it's very, uh, like I said, uh, it's my grandparents' yeah. era. Yeah. Where they, obviously, they they connected less with the, the 60s as, like, right. the hippie 60s. Yeah, it's like our grandparents were having kids in the 60s. So exactly. it's like they are kind of that. Yeah. So it's kind of that, like I said, it's that late 50s, early 60s. Yeah. Like, um, what's we call it? The, um... Oh, what do you call it when the um, the couch is in the floor? Futon. No. That's a different thing. Um, Completely. I thought you had it. I thought I did too. No. Well, because um, I've seen that before. Yes, but it's like the couch and the floor. Yeah. That kind of Well, John Lennon very... sleeps in one and... Um... Help. Yes. Help. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of that... Um... Uh, I forget what it's called. It's like a, 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 a something like a nook or a party nook or something along those lines. But it was just kind of that early, mm-hmm. very stylized yeah. times of like, uh, I don't know. It is that Pink Panther, James Bond, yep. um, JFK. It's very it's, distinctive. It, it, yeah, it kind of, it was that, that period of, you know, even early Beatles is kind of along those lines. Um, if you think of like up to Hard Day's Night or so, yeah, it's like it's very early '60s, and then you know, then there was later '60s, which was all the Woodstock stuff. And yeah, blah, blah, blah. hippie but, hippie. Yeah, um, so it's just I don't know. It's very very interesting. But God, I just, so much. Yeah. So short answer is if you haven't, go watch all the James Bonds, especially the early ones. Thanks for listening to the Enlightened Podcast. We are brought to you by Anchor, a subdivision of Spotify specifically for podcasting. Not only can we be found on Spotify, we can also be found on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or frankly, anywhere you can find a good podcast. We can also be found on Instagram and Facebook. We're working on getting a Snapchat together. And in the meantime, you can DM us any questions, thoughts, concerns, or just a review. We've gotten more than a couple so far, and they've been overwhelmingly positive, not to brag, but we're pretty happy about that. So if you have any other thoughts or opinions, please feel free to let us know. And in the meantime, like and subscribe for more content.